Okay, so I'm back. Oh, I should do a song. Um, I am back after an extended period of not being back for a while. Um, I was just things were busy. Um, I lost interest for a while. Um, it wasn't really top of my list of priorities. I would just drive home from work, uh, just crying. Um, maybe screaming at other drivers, uh, you know, other things aside from podcasting that would would just, just distracting me from thinking about doing this podcast. And then I'm very grateful to a friend who, I say friend, I've only met him a few times, um, and it sounds like we're dating, it's not, we're just getting to know each other, because I'm new in the city, um, I'm married to a, a female woman who I love very much, and I'm not dating a man, I've just met in a city, we're just becoming friends, I think. Anyway, um, if he's listened to this, he doesn't want to be my friend, then I probably won't hear from him again, um, if he is listening to this, uh, and he wants to be my friend too, then this is the saddest thing I think I've ever done. Um, he said to me he listened to the last episode and really enjoyed it and laughed, and I was, th- I, because it's, you don't often get much feedback, I was then, ah, oh, maybe I should. Um, and a lot has happened since the last one. Um, a lot has happened. And by a lot, I mean a few things. Uh, number one, I'm currently driving a new car. Um, it's not a new car. It's new to me. The car has existed for roughly 16 years, maybe longer as parts before it was assembled, uh, somewhere in Illinois, I believe. But I traded my... Uh, Ford Fusion, which was a lovely car with leather seats and heated seats, and uh, it wasn't just seats, there were, was an engine and wheels, it had everything a car needed, uh, and it was quite fast, but because it was usually just me, uh, it was quite thirsty, uh, it had kind of a performancey style engine, and uh, which was great, but uh, it was costing me, so I've traded that in for a cheaper option. Uh, a 2006 Saturn Ion, which I bought because it's plastic and had the least rust on a car I could find in Nova Scotia because everything rusts and a plastic car doesn't rust. Um, It's not very desirable. A lot of the reviews are terrible, but it's reliable and cheap. And those were the two parameters for buying this. So I'll stop talking about the car because it's probably the, the least interesting story. Um, and I'm trying to let me just access one of those stories from my memory Um, it's early and I went for a really intensive swim last night so I'm not the fastest thinker yes okay so uh, and my wife was laughing uh, at me not with me probably at me mainly with this little mishap Uh, so I was taking the bins out one night at the trash, as they say here. If you're from Canada and you're listening, or you're from North America, I was taking out the trash. Trash. I wasn't. I was taking out the trash. And um, if you're from anywhere else, the bins, or I don't know if you speak Spanish, whatever. Else, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't. I. I didn't do Spanish. Anyway, I was taking out the trash and a massive fucking raccoon was sat on top of the bin and I'd heard raccoons I'd seen them from a distance I've seen them on the internet there's a video of them all pulling their hands up 
underneath some decking and it looks like a horror film and I was I was taken aback by the size of the raccoon I didn't expect it to be quite so big I thought it'd be about the size of a domestic cat it was probably the size of a small child uh, but with sharp teeth and it looked at me it just looked at me I was there a human with a society with nuclear weapons and <clears throat> even just a spade you know would give me the upper hand all this technology in the world all this so-called superiority as a species and this raccoon just looked at me as if to say this might be your bin but I don't give a fuck and yeah he st- I stared at him and I freaked out a bit and my initial reaction was to go uh, and I'll try and recreate the voice the best I can what are you doing here uh, and he ran off uh, with that terrifying statement of uh, territorial aggression. Uh, I scared him off. It must have been the tone I said it. Maybe it was the words. I don't know if they understand words like dogs do sometimes. But uh, that was enough to send him on his way. And he was gone. Um, and I told my wife the story and I tried to recreate the voice the same. And she just laughed. Um, because obviously, if it's a bear. I don't think uh, my slightly panicked, what are you doing here, is going to have the same effect on a bear. So I'm going to have to practice. Sorry, I'm just trying to change lanes. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, it's all good. Uh, everything's going great. Uh, I was chatting to the guy who was uh, telling me he enjoyed this podcast. And um, since he's the only person I've met in person who has listened to it, and enjoyed it uh, he might come on as a guest so uh, it won't be I'm going to break the rules it won't be a drive to work we're dangerously close to making some effort on this but I might pick him up because he doesn't drive so there might be some really interesting stuff to talk about he's been in a car before um, I'm pretty sure of that but um, he doesn't drive so I can ask him how we we could do a commute just pretend we work somewhere uh, and we could talk about what it's like to commute together. Um, I don't know about the microphone setup, though. I have no idea how we would record this. Um, that, that, that's where the real effort will come in, is how we actually record it. But we'll, we'll work something out, it'll be fine. So maybe that'll happen if we get round to it. But I've got family in town next week, so I don't know. Maybe sometime in the next six years we'll do it. So don't get your hopes up. But just wanted to throw that out there that something exciting might happen to the format um, other stories uh, Halloween was awesome in North America people take Halloween very seriously uh, it's less violent and fearful than in the UK no roaming gangs of hooded youths um, just roaming gangs of happy children uh, one of the houses was giving out what my kids now call candies um, I still use the word sweets but they've started saying candies because that's what their friends say in school. So, so one house was handing out candies, but they were also giving out books. So um, my kids got some books as well, which was uh, really nice of them. And uh, the right kind of message. No one was giving out health food, but I mean, I think the idea is you give your kids healthy food and then Halloween is a treat. So I was okay with that because, you know, we do force feed them vegetables. Um, I did read somewhere, I think it was on Reddit, um, someone tricked their kids into eating vegetables by 
pretending that vegetables were a kind of grown-up food that only adults could eat, much like smoking or alcohol, and would sneak them vegetables every once in a while as a treat because they'd been acting so grown-up, and their kids loved vegetables because they associated it with some kind of forbidden treat, um, which I think is amazing. Um, but it d- my only question was, does it reinforce the wrong kind of thing? Because they see you doing other things, and they think they that through good behaviour they should be allowed to maybe, I don't know, smoke marijuana um, and eat vegetables. You might, you know, you might regret it when they're 25 and you haven't heard from them for six months and you drive to their house and the windows are smashed, there's just a mattress on the floor, it's soiled and they sat there injecting heroin in their arm and uh, munching on a carrot. Could backfire. That's all, all I want to say. My kids, I try and get them to eat vegetables and tell them they like them. If, I just go for the old brainwashing. You really like these. You love you love this. And no matter how much they, they say that they don't, I just keep telling them again and again, you do love vegetables. You love these. Um, and just through sheer force of will, I'm going to make them believe they like vegetables. Even if they don't, they don't get a choice. Um, that's the other big news. Uh... <clears throat> the legalization of cannabis um, in Canada. If you're not in Canada, you probably heard about it. If you didn't hear about it, it's a thing where they just let people have weed um, and now they can make money off it, whereas before they didn't. Um, and I think some people, and because I'm from the UK where it's still a criminal thing, some people thought the world might end and all that happened was. Uh, they sold some weed and nobody's lives really changed. Uh, people who smoke weed can now buy it legally and pay more than they were. And also the supply is low because the demand is so high. Uh, so they can now buy less weed for more money uh, when it's eventually in stock, which is great for them. And uh, for people who don't smoke weed, they now sell weed and you can then go to people, oh. You could, look what you can buy in the uh, off-license these days. Um, and that's all that happened. Um, so I genuinely believe that if you just legalised everything, nothing would really change. Um, people who like heroin would just go and buy some heroin. People who don't like heroin wouldn't, uh, because it's heroin. Um, I don't know about crystal meth, or well, I don't know how that works. I'm very ignorant about those kind of drugs. Um, mainly because I'm not really it's not really part of my life plan to smoke crack but uh, if it ever is then maybe I'll do an episode I won't drive I'll I'll park and I'll record me smoking crack for the first time I won't I'm just joking Um, that would be that would probably be a hit podcast but I don't want a hit podcast I just want to moan to strangers so I'm not going to smoke crack uh, and you can't make me. Even if you email me or talk to me on Twitter, um, there's no chance that you can get me to smoke crack. Um, not even I won't even do adverts for ZipRecruiter or um, those mattresses that are made of ghosts. Any of that stuff. Um, it doesn't matter how much money they pay me, um, I will not smoke crack. Um, I might get a raccoon to smoke crack. Uh, just because of his attitude, uh, but 
that is also quite cruel. Uh, and unless I can convince him he chooses to want to smoke crack, like I convince my children that they want to eat vegetables, maybe that could work. Hey, that tied together nicely, didn't it? Three strands tied together in one little sentence. Um, that's some textbook storytelling for you. Going off on different tangents and then tying them all together with the conclusion being me brainwashing a raccoon into wanting to smoke crack. That's some uh, very technically advanced comedy there for you. I say technically advanced. I was rambling and it just kind of made sense. Uh, it wasn't pre-written, uh, which may surprise you that this nonsense wasn't pre-written, um, but uh, you just had a lesson in... Uh, I don't know, someone talking on the internet, um, God, anyway, uh, well that made me feel good about myself that I managed to tie those things together, uh, it probably feels like a very small achievement in the grand scheme of the universe, but um, I'm tired because I went swimming, this is the other, we've wrapped up those three strands, so let's move on to a fourth one that we'll have uh, will not wrap up to the other ones. I'll see if I can wrap it up to the others. I'm just going to pull out of an awkward junction. And off I go. So, um, I went swimming. Uh, my wife has uh, got a very healthy lifestyle and I want to have a healthy lifestyle too, so I went swimming. And... Uh, I haven't been swimming or exercised intensively for a while because we've moved to a new country and before that I had a very busy job and life and it was hard to make any time for that kind of thing. But now, as part of our wonderful move to Canada, um, I have time to exercise and concern myself with activities related to my own physical well-being, which is lovely. So I went swimming and um, I did really intensive lengths in the medium speed lane um, for about 15 to 20 minutes and I really knackered myself if you don't know what that word means, look it up I just knackered myself out massively and uh, I was my face went numb uh, I don't know if I, that was a heart attack or something um, but uh, my face went slightly numb and uh, I was breathing heavily and I couldn't even tell if I was sweating I probably was sweating but because you're in a pool you, you just add to the liquid so I don't know, I might have been sweating every time I dipped my head below the surface it washed the sweat off my face but if, if I was on a dry land scenario I would have been drip, dripping with sweat instead I was sharing my sweat with the other swimmers and uh, it, I'm, I'm, I'm aching it hurts, and uh, I regret that following the urge to exercise slightly, um, but another five more times and it'll start to feel good. Um, but first, I've got to work through the pain. Um, so, you know, maybe it would help if I took a brainwashed crack smoking raccoon swimming with me. It didn't work. <laughs>